The Biden administration announces it will again send free COVID tests to U.S. households. CMS says parts of the No Surprises Act dispute resolution process can resume. And the FTC sues U.S. Anastasia Partners and private equity firm Welsh Carson, alleging they formed a monopoly to drive up prices for services in Texas. It's Friday, September 22nd. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Starting next week, Americans will once again be able to receive rapid at-home COVID tests for free. The Department of Health and Human Services announced on Wednesday that it will invest $600 million across 12 domestic test manufacturers, as well as reopen covidtests.gov in order to deliver free tests to households across the country. Officials said that the tests are intended for use through the end of 2023, and they will include clear instructions on how to verify extended expiration dates. Though there have been other free government testing options available, this is the first time since the end of the public health emergency that many Americans have had access to free COVID tests. A search of major retailers show that many over-the-counter tests run from about $15 to slightly under $24 for a kit with two tests. People can order four tests per household beginning on Monday, September 25th. The announcement from HHS comes as the United States saw a surge of COVID cases this summer. COVID-related hospitalizations have been trending upward since a short plateau in June. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, there were more than 20,500 hospitalizations during the week that ended on September 9th, a 7.7 percent increase compared to the previous week. Portions of the No Surprises Act payment dispute resolution process can resume, according to a notice posted on Thursday by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. In the notice, the agency directed certified independent dispute resolution entities to resume processing all single and bundled disputes submitted on or before August 3, 2023. The independent dispute resolution process was temporarily suspended following two rulings in August from Judge Jeremy Kernodal of the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Texas. On August 3rd, Kernodal vacated CMS's increase of the dispute resolution administrative fee. The fee had been raised to $350 from $50. In that same ruling, he also vacated restrictions on the so-called batching rule, which allowed bundled arbitration processes only on claims with the same service code. And on August 24th, Kernodal issued an additional ruling that disallowed several provisions related to the Qualified Payment Amount, or QPA. These rulings are the outcomes of several different cases brought against the Department of Health and Human Services by the Texas Medical Association that have been overseen by Judge Kernodal, and he has largely sided with the association in each of his rulings. CMS said guidance will be provided in the near future regarding other issues associated with the 
Hungary's recent court decisions. The independent dispute resolution process was the focus of a House Ways and Means Committee hearing on Capitol Hill this week. In testimony from providers, payers, and arbitration service representatives, many expressed frustration with the process, at times calling it inefficient. Since the No Surprises Act went into effect, the resolution process has been impeded by a deluge of claims from payers and providers. There were more than 90,000 disputes filed during a five-month period starting in April last year, which was five times higher than what the government had been expecting every year in total. The Federal Trade Commission is suing a major Dallas, Texas-based anesthesia provider and its private equity owner in federal court for alleged antitrust activity. The suit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Texas Houston Division yesterday. The FTC alleges that U.S. Anesthesia Partners, or USAP, and New York City-based private equity firm Welsh Carson Anderson & Stowe engaged in what it says was a multi-part strategy to consolidate and monopolize the anesthesia providers in Texas. The agency alleges the two organizations worked together to systematically purchase several large anesthesia practices across the state in a roll-up scheme in order to create a single dominant provider with the power to demand higher prices, and that the two then drove up prices further through price-setting agreements with remaining independent practices that shared key hospitals in Houston and Dallas. The FTC also alleges that U.S. USAP struck a deal with a competitor to keep it out of its territory. The agency said in a statement that Welsh Carson and USAP's actions have cost state residents tens of millions of dollars more every year for anesthesia services. Welsh Carson created U.S. Anesthesia Partners with a large group of Houston-based anesthesiologists in 2012 after what the FTC alleges was the firm's observation that Texas was made up of smaller competing practices. USAP currently employs more than 4,500 clinicians and provides anesthesia services to more than 2 million patients across the country every year. It has a footprint across eight states in addition to Texas, including Florida and Colorado, as well as the District of Columbia. The FTC began investigating USAP and its market share in 2021, according to a report published last October by the Wall Street Journal. In July, the FTC and the Department of Justice unveiled 13 proposed guidelines that, if finalized, would more tightly regulate potential mergers and acquisitions in all industries, including healthcare. Included in those potential changes was a proposed rule that would grant federal antitrust regulators more leverage to probe multiple acquisitions by a single organization, as well as look at the pattern of those acquisitions. USAP reportedly started hiring lobbyists this past summer to oppose those guidelines, according to STAT. Coming up on Monday, we'll hear my conversation with Turquoise Health CEO Chris Severn about hospital price transparency and a move from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services to make this data more standardized. Be sure to join us.
This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.